Hello and welcome to day two of this free training series, Drop Your Money Story and Fund the Life of Your Dreams. I'm so excited you're here. I have people here with me in the Zoom room who have registered for all the details at metaphysicalupgrade.com. You can find all the information for all the free training series I'm doing by going to metaphysicalupgrade.com. This is a five-day training series. I told you all yesterday, I did it two years ago, and it was by far most well-loved training. And in the past two years, I've learned and grown and evolved so much more that I have even more to share with you. I always go first and I flesh all of this out in my own life. And then I share it with my clients and students. And then I bring it to my community. I want you to also know that every day you can find all the episodes of this training on Facebook Live, on Instagram Live, and on my podcast, especially if you want to listen and not watch video, workingforspiritpodcast.com. I'm going to dive right in today. I told you that I divided this into a five-day training series because when you're teaching work like this, this is built on energetic principles, quantum physics, brain training, brain science, universal law, universal principles, all of these things, as well as patterns of human behavior. For those of you that don't know, I'm a former therapist, a former psychologist. I bring all of this together with my understanding of the metaphysical and the journey in the metaphysical I've been living for years and my own spiritual journey. And all of this is to create for myself and then to help you create freedom, finally freedom to do life your way with epic results. So freedom for me, as I've shared with you before, encompasses money freedom, time freedom at different times. One or the other of those is more important. Financial freedom and what one of my current mentors has come to describe as financial relaxation. Even when I had financial freedom until the past nine months, I had not truly created financial relaxation. I had been caught for years and years in a cycle of lack and scarcity and then relief and I had healed, I'd done a lot of work on that cycle. And part of my work with you is helping you discover those patterns and those cycles that you're playing out so you can clear them. But to actually get to this place of financial relaxation is so amazing. My coach that coined that term and that has really taught that to me over the past nine months is Gina DeVee, if you all have heard of her. And I bring her up because you can go to workingforspiritpodcast.com and listen to the conversation she and I had about all of this, about becoming a vibrational match to what you desire. It's there. We did an interview together. And on her Divine Living podcast, she interviewed me. So there's a lot more if you're resonating with this and you're loving this material. 
taking all of this material and then teaching it in a way that you can grasp it and you can start applying it. I have created five steps that I have been using in my life and in my business for at least the last 15 years, if not longer. I've now had my own spiritual business for the past 15 years. I have not had a job since 2006 applying all of these things. And my business and life have continued to grow and evolve. And I want to help you create whatever that freedom means to you. Because financial freedom is amazing. Money freedom is amazing. And time freedom. But for me, above all else, it is the freedom to have the spiritual journey I am here to have. The spiritual journey of my dreams and money doesn't make my decisions for me. So yesterday, day one, the word was discover and you can catch that Facebook Live, Instagram Live, and on my workingforspiritpodcast.com. Today, the word is shift because the first step is to create those insights and those aha moments. Once you see this, you can't ever unsee it again. Once you know it, you can't ever unknow it. You can't be that ostrich with your head in the sand anymore. So the discover is a really important part. I am helping you to start really noticing what you notice and paying attention as you apply all of this. But just recognizing it is not enough because then we have to shift. And across the board, one of the number one questions I get asked by my clients and my students all the time is, how do we fix this? How do we change this? How do we stop this? And I wish there were an easy answer because the easy answer is you do it. So I'm going to talk to you today all about the shift part. There is a personal responsibility. One of the biggest things I've been about all these years is energy management and emotional mastery. Working on my own energy, becoming impeccable with my energy, because I told you yesterday, I can definitely teach you some things that are going to create impactful and profound shifts so you can create things in the now. And I love hearing all those stories come through. And at the same time, if you can learn for this to become a way of living, a way of being, and a way of doing, and a way of having, there are things that I've created just in the past nine months that have been 10, 5, 15 years in the making. Every spirit-led decision, every inspired and aligned action, not knowing when I knew I had to do something, why? And only in hindsight, being able to look back. That's the power of this. I have story after story after story. Those of us, we want instant gratification. And a lot of it is just old wounding of like, I hope this works. I want this to work. I see this working for other people. I want this to work for me and not being sure if it will. But the payoff when you can turn this into the way you live your life is unparalleled. 
the payoff is out of this world. So it is, it's gonna ask of you to whom much is given, much is required. And when you are given much power, you are given much responsibility. So there's a personal responsibility for your energy. This is living consciously. And it's not for the faint of heart, for sure. But again, I've been on this journey enough years that the things I tell you and share with you, I now believe 100%. And if I'm unsure about anything, I let you know that. And I want you to make your decisions and then make your choices from your decisions. But I can give you the foundation and I can help create those shifts. I told you yesterday when I'm working with people, I'm talking to your mind and I'm giving you information, but I'm also transmitting energy. And if you can be open and let things land, even the things you're not yet sure about. I applaud you for showing up for this because it is, it's taking personal responsibility for your energy, your emotions, your choices, your choice points in every moment, which we're going to talk about here. And really recognizing when all this kicks up inside of you and you've got to look at it, you've got to step apart and become the observer. A good book I talk about a lot, a lot of people I mention it to in my community are at least familiar with it, or they read it some time ago, and that is Untethered Soul. Because in it, he talks about you are not your mind. For some people, this is mind blowing in itself. Your mind is meant to be a tool. Your mind, as Sonia Choquette says, is meant to be your pet. I love that one. Albert Einstein said the mind is meant to be the servant and we have let it become the master. So many people get into overthinking and overanalyzing and all of that and they lose sight and they lose power and control over their life. I have come to find out for one when I was letting my mind run the show, it was like letting a five-year-old run my business. You need to say, sit down and be quiet. I don't need you right now. It's a wonderful tool, but it's also a tool that needs sharpening. You've got to retrain your brain in this process. You've got to work with your mind and reprogram and recondition and dump all the old patterning and conditioning and programming. And at first it will feel heavy, but it will get easier. And once you see your issues, they lose their power. They have power now because they're in the basement, but they're running the show and they're driving your bus. Hi, thank you for being here. And so they're driving your bus and they're unconscious. And then you're playing out patterns. I look at people's life. People come to me sometimes and they say, I don't even know where to start for you to help me. I have all these problems. And I say, well, just tell me all of them. And I'm writing them down. And they think there's six, seven, eight different things to tackle. They're all one or two core issues playing out in every area of your life. And they will keep playing out until you gain mastery over them and you clear, heal, and resolve them. 
So it's really about you living this conscious life. I love the stories that come up as I start teaching and talking about all of this. And I want you to realize this is in the mundane as well as the profound. This is in your very everyday. What are things we all have to do? We have to grocery shop. I was going to say go to the grocery store, but now some of us use Instacart, pickup, and all kinds of other things. We go to the store. So I had one of the people participating in my training talk about a normal trip to Target. But because this had been planted in her consciousness and she had sat in a class with me, suddenly she was catching those things that she had not caught before and that I have been showing you how to catch. And so she's just in a normal trip to Target like we all do. I mean, there are jokes about it. I go into Target for one thing that I know I need, and I come out with $200 worth of stuff. So she has her children in the cart with her, and she starts that where, oh, I want this, and I need this, and we need this. And she caught herself saying to her children, okay, that's it. We can't put another thing in our cart, or we're going to go broke. Those are patterns. Those are words she's likely heard before. Either it came down through a spouse or partner's family and she adapted it as her own or it came down through her family or both. She caught it this time. She has probably said that over and over. Remember, universal law says whatever you say is, is. And she was saying what is. That's a moment to catch the truth. There are certainly people who are overspending and in the moment, they're going to create a negative balance in their bank account. But again, it's not generalizing. And by telling that story, it becomes a pattern because she has choice. Here's what I want you to realize. Either don't put it in your cart because you're good at budgeting your money and you've made a decision and you're supporting yourself 100%. It's the splitting, the splitting of the energy, the splitting of the stories, the shaming and guilting yourself. And then you see how she's passing it to her children. And a lot of times when that's going on, it's not even true. You stop and you think, is this true? Is this truth? If it is, do something about it in the moment. Involve the children. Decide what you're going to put back on the shelf for the next time and what you're going to take. But, oh, we've put all this in our cart. And if we put one more thing in our cart, we're going broke. And then guess what? I'm willing to bet after she told her children and herself and the universe that more stuff went in that cart. This is being impeccable with your word and your energy and catching habits and patterns and not allowing this to play out. Another woman talked about she had been wanting this sweatshirt. You know, those things we want them, we desire them. And she made a decision to buy it. Now, I stand by in everything when I teach you my move formula to move forward in any area of your life. I'm teaching you that you make a decision. Everything starts with a decision. So when she made the decision to buy the sweatshirt for herself, then you want to switch into joy and pleasure 
and appreciation and support yourself 100%. She caught herself saying, that's it. I'm buying the sweatshirt. Then she kept fighting with herself, putting it in the cart, taking it out of the cart, putting it in the cart and then wanting it. But the intention she's sending out into the universe is setting her up not for success and more abundance and pleasure and things she desired, but all the problems she's going to create unknowingly and unconsciously. So then she talks about after she bought the sweatshirt, she took it home and she had momentary pleasure and then there was shame and guilt. And when we broke it down, some of it is about her family. And we saw how this is fascinating when you break it down. The cycle she was playing out because she was both, yes, buy it, you shouldn't have bought it, you're bad. I can feel pleasure. I'm buying it. Now I have to feel shame and guilt. She did not know which of her parents' stories to be loyal to. When you're a child, you want both your parents to be right and you need your parents to be right so you can survive. So her mother would watch her dad spending and say, don't buy it. And then her dad would spite because he wanted it and he would go up against her and he would buy it. And he would be willing to live with her mom's guilt and shaming him, guilting and shaming him. And then they would have all these stories about his spending creating problems. And it was a pattern that they never fixed. So she was able to get that aha she is not consciously, but on purpose playing that out because it's unhealed and unresolved inside of her. And what a great snapshot of how she played both out. Sometimes we're going to go toward one or the other parent and play out one or the other and then play that other one off our spouse she was playing the whole thing out internally within herself. Now she might also be playing it out with a partner, spouse, husband, any of that. I love when you can see it in action in real time and I can tell it to you in that way because this is playing out all the time. For one, shame and guilt, they cause stress on your body and they create dis-ease and disease. And they use up a lot of creative energy and they use up the energy that's available to your mind and your vital life force energy. And then you're playing out these patterns. So she would never truly be able to allow herself to buy something and have full pleasure. I have learned this. Once I make the decision to buy the thing, to have the expensive meal, to get the car, to get the sweatshirt, to buy the purse, I am going to love it, enjoy it, have joy and support myself and not make myself wrong. This is what I really want you all to see that inner fighting is just internally playing out things that were in your environment and they don't serve you any longer. Don't do anything that then you're gonna allow yourself to be in guilt and shame. Just like I talk all the time, don't say yes to things that you're just then in obligation energy. 
It will not serve you. So don't do it. You're playing these things out all the time. So you need to start checking, are they true in this moment, in this very moment? And if so, should I really not buy the sweatshirt in this moment? Okay, I'm going to choose to, and then I'm going to love every second of it, or I'm going to choose not to, and I'm going to start a fund for myself for the sweatshirt. Or I'm going to take these things out of the bag, out of the basket in Target, or I'm going to get these things and I'm going to go home and I'm going to revisit the budget. Those are things we should be doing, paying attention to our money. But these stories just run rampant. Oh, I really shouldn't, but I did. Oh, I really can't, but I want to. Shame on me. It's just like when people play with their bodies and their weight, and the food they eat. All of these are patterns that don't serve you and they disempower you and they victimize you over and over and over again. It's habitual thinking. And how do we shift after we discover? We create new thinking. We catch it and we stop it. We stop it. There is the funniest video. I think you can find it if you Google Bob Newhart. If you remember who he is, he was a therapist on a TV show. Google Bob Newhart stop it or Bob Newhart video, stop it. I have loved this video forever. And recently a coach in a mastermind intensive event I was at played it. And being a former therapist, I love it because go watch it. But the gist of it is the woman comes and she says, I keep doing this. I keep playing this out. I keep having this fear. Well, is it really happening to you? No. And then he says, then stop it. No, but how do I get rid of it? And how do I get over it? Stop it. And on some level, that's exactly what it is. It's deep work. I'm not lying to you. It's deep work. But do you know when you clear that level of family generational dysfunction and stories, you heal backwards and forwards for generations Those children in that target with their mother right now don't need to have that imprinted on them. They don't even have a financial story yet. They could become very successful. They don't need to play that out. The children of this other woman do not need their mother wearing a beautiful sweatshirt and feeling horrible about it. And talking about shaming and guilting herself, they will think the two go hand in hand. You find that in religion everywhere. These are powerful people. So you look in the moment, in this moment, is it true? If so, what do I need to do about it? And what am I choosing to do about it? There's a big thing in all of this that you cannot any longer allow yourself to do. It is going back into the past and living the past out again in the present. You can never create anything new by coming from that space in the past. 
and future tripping, where she's saying one more thing in our cart and we're going to go broke. Is she broke in this moment now? No. People play out their money stories in such, people play out their money stories in such crazy ways. She could be saying that out of old patterning and habitual thinking and generational patterns when she actually has a 401k, savings in the bank, money, but something has triggered it in the moment and she's playing it out or it's a pattern and her kids will hear it every time they're in Target filling the cart. And it goes back and back and back and forward and forward and forward. There's this work I was familiar with in therapy and again in the energetics, in the intuitive and healing and transformational space. When I was a therapist, my specialty was generational dysfunction, addiction, abuse, and all of these patterns that play out. And there's this work called family constellations, and it's where you can uncover a lot of this. If it's something that intrigues you, find out more about it. Family constellations. It's super powerful work. I've both done it and had it done for me. The key concept I want to bring to you today about it is that people hold loyalties to their family. There are family stories. We are hardwired from eons ago. There was a time in our world where you had to stay in the tribe to survive. So it's about holding loyalty to the tribe, which continued when you come into this world, your father, your mother, whoever's caretaking you, you're dependent on them. Before we can even speak, before we even have language, we're absorbing our environment and the energies. And we don't even know what the words mean, but we know how they feel. And we are learning how to survive where we've been plunked down. The good news is I believe in my philosophy, you chose all that for your soul purpose and your life purpose and your soul evolution. It doesn't always make it any easier, but the gold is always there for you to mine. So we're not even aware of it. We're so hooked into it for our survival. We created these coping mechanisms to stay in the tribe or to stay loyal to our mother and our father, one or both, to never make them wrong. And they were playing out the same thing. So you get generations down. It doesn't even make sense anymore. And here we are still doing it. Once you start seeing this stuff, you're going to see how crazy it is. And when you clear, heal, and resolve it in you, you don't even need to go tell your partner, your parents, your siblings, your children, your grandchildren, it starts healing and shifting and changing. That should be an impetus, an incentive for you to do this work. Discover and shift. Shift is the process. Tomorrow we get into what comes after shift. Shift is the process. You're in it. 
Now, as I teach you these discover, shift, and then the next three over the next three days that come after that, I want you to realize right now you're going through each one. You will speed up the process where you will learn to go through them much more quickly and use this as a tool over and over and over and over again. Here comes the next piece when people ask me, choose not to do it anymore. Yes, I know it sounds easy. It is wired into you, it is programmed, it is conditioned into you at a physiological level. This takes brain retraining, neurological retraining, reprogramming, reconditioning your nervous system, your triggers. We talked yesterday about the triggers. Remember, you can go to workingforspiritpodcast.com or Facebook Live or Instagram Live to get yesterday's talking about the triggers. You have to choose not to engage in these habits and patterns anymore. And once someone helps you, once I help my clients become aware of them, they start catching them and excitedly showing me. Then they start showing me this time I did it differently. And here's the different result I got. New thoughts, new feelings, new beliefs create new actions, which create new results. These are default stress mechanisms. Let me say that again. That was a mouthful. Default stress mechanisms, especially. The time these will play out the most are when you get under stress. And remember, even positive stress can create stress. You get under stress. That's when the compulsive shopping might turn into patterns of shaming and guilting and buying filling the cart and taking things in and out. You get in a spin with it and then your mind is trying to keep you safe, but all it can do is rerun programs that are already there. It can't think of and create anything new. And now you're stuck and you're spinning in it. Buy the sweatshirt, make a decision, support yourself 100% and then feel good about it. Feel good in it. Don't allow these conflicting beliefs and conflicting intentions. They will mess your stuff up. I promise you they will mess your stuff up. Supporting yourself, getting into joy. Joy is the highest vibration to manifest from. Allow yourself those moments of joy. So when that goes out in the universe, there can be more sweatshirts to be had or more joyful, pleasurable experiences and things to possess or experience. And the little things, how you do anything is how you do everything. So the little things become the big things. It's all about, as I talked about yesterday, what you are telling yourself in the universe. Both of those stories, they were telling stories to themselves in the universe. Drop the story so you can fund the life of your dreams. This is the rubber meets the road because after this, you're gonna get into action and creation mode. And remember, you're having to rebuild. This is stuff you've been living 
for years, some of it your whole life, some of it you've done some work on, and now it's that next level. I have not been without a coach, y'all, since 2009 because my coaches still help me catch my stuff that's playing out on these different levels. Discover. Yesterday was all about discover. You've got to discover and uncover. You've got to unravel. As I talk about it, you're really, all those issues people are bringing to me, you're really only playing out one or two core issues. Your core issue will be with you forever, but it'll get lesser and lesser and lesser the more you do this work. And you'll start catching it before it even gets to you. And then you'll no longer allow it. But those stress default mechanisms, my coaches still help me catch myself when I get in those places where I've let my guard down and it's coming back in. One of them, a coach caught me, helped me catch a pattern a few years ago. I had not played this pattern out in 10 years, but it came back around. So how I talk about it is you can find one thing and you can knock that card down. If you imagine, if you ever built house of cards, cards upon cards upon cards, you can knock that card down, you can knock that card down, you can knock that card down, and it'll help some. <clears throat> but this is the work that knocks the bottom row of cards out and the whole house of card tumbles down. It's so much more effective and efficient. And then you don't allow yourself to ever build it again. If the house is already built, those things energetically can come back in and take root. Discover and then create the shifts. You have a choice point in every moment. This is another universal principle. I gave you a bunch of them yesterday. Another universal principle. You have a choice point in every moment. Every choice you make either moves you toward or away from what you say you want most. Where does the responsibility and the power lie? right here and it starts right here and right here in every single chakra in every single energy center get rid of the negative self-talk making yourself wrong crazy making patterns and behaviors that don't support you Start noticing. Notice when you are letting your mind run the show. Would you let a two-year-old or a five-year-old make your financial decisions, run your business, run your household? No. You've got to get control of that mind. You've got to be the master over your mind. Your mind is a tool. It's a servant. It has a place and time. You've got to cut these habits of telling these stories. The stories have become such habit that your body chemically has become addicted to them. I want to, you to really understand this. So you think you're blowing off steam or stress or helping by doing it, but they're not helping and they're taking a toll you wouldn't want to pay if you knew the toll it was taking in the field and on those energetic levels 
where you have the possibility to create everything, where you have the possibility to create everything you want and need. Removing these coping mechanisms, these stress defaults, these patterns, getting hyper vigilant with yourself. I turned my life in 2003 into an experiment for the law of attraction. And I've learned and I've grown. I take honest inventory. It wasn't always pretty. Now I don't care. Get in there because the results I get are so amazing. And the more I do this and the faster I can get the faster and better and bigger results. But in the beginning, you might want support. You might want help, guidance. This is what I do with my clients and students and community all day long. It's my wheelhouse. So send me a private message if you're interested in talking to me more about how I can best help you. Pay attention because once you remove all these things I'm talking about and you stop doing these things, you want to replace them with something positive. You get to decide how you feel about money and then you can pass that down. You get to decide what you believe about money now, what's true now, not living in the past and creating from the past and not future tripping potential problems that don't exist right now. You're gathering evidence. And one of the things you can do is catch yourself being good. This is something I learned how to do. And when I do it, when I buy the purse and there's nothing but joy and pleasure and positive, I say, thank you, Michelle. I love you. When I bust up a pattern and don't allow it anymore, thank you, Michelle. I love you. When I bust through my fears, I get up on that stage. I do that platform mediumship. When I do those big things that I told you about repeatedly that scared me, all through that process, after I did it, I was like, thank you for doing that, Michelle. I love you. Now, I want to tell you about one of the other laws, the law of giving and receiving. This is a big piece for you to get today. Deepak Chopra really focused a lot on this law. The way I like to talk about it is two things. One, it's an infinity loop. A lot of people in my world, myself included in the past, a lot of the helpers and healers and givers, we actually had our receiving switch turned off too much. We would play that out. Oh, no, others need it more than me. It's not noble to suffer. That suffering saint, that martyr, spirit actually wants and needs you. The world actually wants and needs you to take care of yourself in big, big ways while you're taking care of everyone else. So a lot of times we have to first learn to receive and allow. But we also hold back in giving in one area, giving our gifts and our value, because we have this mixed up notion playing out a lot of us in some version that is not about spirit at all, that we need spirit to give us everything we need. Of course, our mind wants that, a guarantee, a safety net. If this were that simple, we just sit here and do nothing 
everyone would have it, but that's not how it works because you came here to create in the image of your creator. You have to create. And the big one I told you yesterday, you've got to get those of you sitting and waiting to have everything you need to make your move. We are promised free will. As long as you are here living on earth, it's free will. That's it. Spirit cannot impose upon your free will. You always have to go first. And we're going to talk about this more tomorrow because go first means with third dimensional real world action. The best way is if that action is inspired and aligned and tomorrow is all about that. So show up again tomorrow. And if you need all the details, metaphysicalupgrade.com. If you can't come live, workingforspiritpodcast.com. I'll have the whole series on there as soon as each day is done. The law of giving and receiving, we have to go first. So imagine there's a river and you come upon this river and you're so called and you're in such a stuck, frozen, paralyzed, confused place. And y'all know, I tell you, confusion is one of those coping mechanisms to keep you safe and it's never serving you and don't allow yourself to stay in it. You come to the river's edge and there are all these people ankle deep, knee deep in the river and they're all exchanging energy and they're all giving and receiving these infinite loops these infinity symbols. And what I'm about to tell you is very real because my business started as a local healing center and all these healers and helpers sought me out. And this played out on the daily until it broke my heart and I had to get really strong about speaking out. So they come to the river's edge and they see what's going on and they know they're meant to give. They have no trouble. They want to give. They want to help, but right now they've been unfortunately giving it all away for free and the next step up, giving it away on nights and weekends, and then trying to do other things that are zapping all their energy and leaving them depleted and exhausted, not being true to themselves, telling all these stories and staying in those stories. And so they start saying, hey, I see all that out there you have. I'm meant to be in that river with you. I've got a lot of people to help. I've got stages to speak on. I see TV show, a podcast. I've got to write my book. Spirit showed me all of it. I need to be working, doing these retreats and these workshops. I have an online course inside of me right now or I'm called to build a retreat center. It's all these things. But if you could just give me some of that, what you have, what you have over there, if you would give it to me until I get enough, I just need this much, just enough. And then the shame and guilt kicks in, which are powerful stories. Catch this if this is your story. You know me, I, I don't really want much. I don't need much. I don't want much. I'm not selfish and greedy like all those other people, those rich people. I don't want much. I don't need much. You are here to live a desire-led, pleasure-led life. 
It's your life to live. So they're victimizing, they're disempowering themselves. And they're saying, if you would just give me that, now I don't have any money, but I'd be happy to pay you later. If you would just give me that, then I'll get into the river. Are y'all getting this? Is this landing? This is playing out everywhere to some degree. And so with all the love in my heart and the tough love with the love and the fire, because I bring both to the table, as I tell you all, you got to stop this one. It's scary. I know I've been there over and over. I've up-leveled. I started my business 15 years ago with nothing, and I didn't know what I was doing. I had to step into the river and engage in the law of giving and receiving. If more people did this, our society wouldn't have near the problems some of you are all eaten up about and complaining about that we have. In this moment, I have something to give and something to receive. I have something to teach and something to learn. And I am committed to doing all of that at once so it is sped up for me, sped up over the years more and more and more and more and more until now, most of the time, I always have what I need to do my part. My last training series was on manifesting your part and the universe's part. And you can find that whole series on my podcast, workingforspiritpodcast.com as well. Now I do my part. And because I do my part every day, all the time, I am rewarded and provided with everything I need to keep doing it. The law of giving and receiving, making sure your, re your receiving is turning on, but making sure you're also doing your part. The universe won't do its part until you do your part and you can stand on that riverbank. And even if you beg and beg and people would tell me those stories. And at first I fell into their stories, people who needed to work with me and they had money stories, but they felt spirit was sending them my way. Remember, I absolutely a hundred percent believe in this universal law and principle, wherever there is a desire, a way has already been made. A way has been made, but it's going to show up as opportunity. And as I tell you, and as I told you yesterday, it's going to be inconvenient, illogical, uncomfortable, sometimes expensive. And yet once you learn to engage and do it, you will be able to see how it's supporting you all the time. That's why I don't do any of this alone. There is support and guidance available for you from me in my community, from others I've trained or whoever spirit leads you to. If you're here right now, this is one opportunity showing up in answer to what you've been asking for. It's up to you to have the eyes to see it and the ears to hear it. And as we're gonna talk about tomorrow, to take inspired aligned action. One of the things I talked about yesterday about new money, and you can go back again and get that. 
So here's another part of that tool. I never say I can't afford it. I don't have the money. I say I'm choosing not to do this or this is a full body. Yes, I'm doing this and I don't know how yet. Never. Y'all, I have not been without a coach since 2009. That means all kinds of things. Retreats, trainings, coaching, experiences, travel, everything I need to do to live this life to do life my way with epic results, which is my promise to you. Never have I had a big pile of money sitting there with nowhere to go and nothing to do. And nine months ago, I caught myself with the help of a potential coach who I ended up hiring with a money story. And I do this work. Now I'm on the other side of it and I can both laugh and tremble in my shoes. And here's why. I can laugh because now that money story seems absurd and insane. But I can tremble because had that money story won, I would still be where I was. And instead, I have manifested, if you all have been following my last nine months, world-changing, life-changing, pleasurable, desire-driven things like you cannot imagine. And guess what else they've done? They've taken such good care of me, I'm able to show up even bigger and better to serve everybody. Because at the end of the day, I'm here to serve. It's why I get on here and do these trainings for you. I will always do this. I'm a messenger. I'm a spiritual teacher. I'm called to be a spiritual leader. I go first. I live it. I bring it back to my community. And then I teach it and I train and help others. So with this new money, I now, when I see something I want and it's a full body yes, I used to say, and I thought of this again right before, because I was checking my email and somebody wrote me and first that, oh, I am resonating. I, what you're saying is speaking to me. I need you. I need this. And they won't even take the action to get on the call. Their first question is, but how much is it for one session? How much is it? And for the smallest, and I get it that's never going to serve you. You show up and you get the information because where there's a desire, a way has already been made. I want you to fully get this. If they, if they go deeper and they get the information or they get on the call with me and they see the desire's not there, okay, now you know. But if the desire is there, a way has been made. And I believe that 100% for every desire I've had and everything I do, I just have to be open to the way. And here's another big one. Open to this and listen and take it in, even if you fully don't understand it or agree with it yet. Right now, what you think is in the way of you getting on with it is the way. Right now, what you think is in the way is the way. So now, once I know I need to take the next step and explore this, 
or see what I need to do to make this happen. I say, tell me how much it is so I can create it. So I go, I show up, I engage, I listen, and then I don't say, oh, I can't afford this. I say, tell me how much it is so I can create it. Shift. Yesterday was discover. Today is shift. It's all about catching it and stopping it. The personal responsibility, the power. This is the most powerful thing to ever enter my world. This is how I live a life of freedom and the spiritual journey of my dreams. And when other people learn it and do it, it works. I'm thrilled you all are showing up here. Remember, all my teaching and trainings, all the information is available at metaphysicalupgrade.com. All the free training series, once I've done them, you can find them all in replay on workingforspiritpodcast.com, along with all those other things I told you. I've got other great episodes there that I've been referencing and sending you to. And we've got three more days together, three more days. Really spend some time just letting this land, soaking this in. If you're getting on here, I see some people who just got on. I'm on Instagram Live, Facebook Live, and in a Zoom room with those who registered to be in here. And they're going to get other things as well by metaphysicalupgrade.com. They'll be able to come to special live Q&A calls with me about all of these things and they get all the information as we're going along and the reminders and the replays and all of that. But you can also catch me on Instagram Live and Facebook Live. I want you to give yourself some time and space to let this land and start being open. Now here's one last key thing I wanna teach you. You will have hard lessons sometimes. But the angels and spirit and the ascended masters and your guides and your loved ones and your ancestors and all the energy of the universe are here for you. And some of the hard lessons come again because of the stories we tell and the patterns we're playing out and the programming and the conditioning. And so I also say when I really need to see something, use this one. It's beautiful and brilliant. Show me with grace and ease. I don't need to learn the hard lessons. Show me with grace and ease. Then pay attention to things people say, emails, movies, music, every message or things that pop up like popcorn now that I've made you aware and play out. Every energetic exchange with every person has meaning. Nothing's random. There's no coincidence. If you start getting into an energetic engagement exchange with people, any of these things I'm talking about start coming up. You've got to run to Target or the grocery store later today. Show me with grace and ease, spirit. Show me with grace and ease, universe. And start tracking these things and letting me know. Come on to Facebook and Instagram. Let me know. And stay with me for these next three days as we continue this journey. And I thank you so much for being on this journey with me today. 
You all have a great day. Stay connected. Stay tuned with me. Bye for now.